0: We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play.
1: The last time that we were in LA, and I don't remember what prompted the conversation between us, but you posted a story sharing about sort of where both of us felt um, we were at in how we're feeling in our bodies and how good we're feeling in our bodies. And I did have, I know you had a couple people reaching out, asking like, what are you doing? What's exactly the regimen? And tell me exactly what you're eating and how you're working out and all this stuff. And
0: um, can you, do you remember what you said or do you remember what we were talking about? about I think, well, weren't we saying something about how um, we're both projectors? And that we've never kind of like been more relaxed about like working out and that we have kind of like radically accepted the way that our bodies just want to eat. And we don't need to pre-figure out how we're eating. We're just like in whatever zone we're in and just following it and not questioning it. Remember, I think I said to you.
1: I actually remember you were telling me something about how you were used to drink green juice every single yes. morning and you had introduced the concept to me and why and like the science behind it. And then I started doing it and then you told me you weren't doing it. And this is something that you did for a really
0: long time. Yeah. So it kind of shocked me. And you're like, you know, I'm, j- will
1: yeah. you tell me what you
0: said about that? Yeah. So I drank green juice like religiously for probably, I mean, five years. And I was drinking it like, probably eight, you know, total of eight years, but I got really devoted to it, you know, like, um, yeah, I really, long, and I did it for such a long time. It was such a big part of my daily regimen. And last summer, um, it just started not making me feel as good as it used to. And I fought it so much with my mind, right? Because that's, the forever, it's the forever um, conundrum in human design is like listening to your mind, letting the mind, which is an excellent spin doctor, convince you about why you should be doing things or doing. So obviously, my mind had all the stories. It's alkalizing. It's this. It's better for that. You should do it. It's the most clean. Whatever, whatever. But when you don't listen, the call gets louder and louder. And there was just one day where I was like, it's really just not vibing with me anymore. I didn't even get to like a rock bottom where it was making me feel sick or anything, but I was just like, it's just not doing it for me. And I had a few days where I didn't drink it and I was like, wow, I feel relief. Like I feel better. Um, so, and it's not, 'Cause I decided green juice was bad. It's not because I decided that I was gonna be adopting a carnivore diet. It wasn't because, you know, I read about how, you know, kale isn't is actually cancer causing or anything like that. It's just because I can't tell you why. And that's, you know, one of our um one of my favorite posts we've ever posted is like, if you can, if you can explain your intuition, it's not your intuition. And because alignment is about radically listening to your intuition, I can't tell you if maybe I'd stop drinking green juice tomorrow. Um, but I can just tell you that for today, I'm just really happy with my emotional authority, just really happy not having it. Um, and I feel better not having it. So, I was going to say, clarify that it was your, you're listening to
1: how it made you feel because you are an emotional, emotional authority.
0: authority. Yeah. So, and you're spleenic, right? So right. you just listen to whatever your spleen tells you you need. Like today we were ordering lunch and you're yeah. like, I feel like I need starch today. Literally. Cause it's <laughs>
1: when people ask, they're like, what are you eating? What is your food regimen? Mm-hmm. And even though I am a little bit more structured in what I eat than you are, like I- Like pre- time-wise? like structured in when I eat but I also eat when I'm not with you cuz I kind of change up what I am meaning I like to try stuff when I'm with you because something about Jenna that you might not know is you're so even if it's not something you would eat you're so good at knowing what I might like and <laughs> suggesting things for me to try so I try to let you do that for me when I'm with you but when I'm at home I swear to you I eat the same thing every day we were sitting mm. not to go off on a tangent but we were sitting with like um a group of my friends at my wedding and everyone was kind of being like, well, if you could only eat three things for the rest of your life, like what would those things be? Mm. And I swear it was like the, me. I literally love like just like salmon and rice and veggies and, Mm. and, That's my answer because I love, like right now Mm -hmm. that's what I eat every day because I love that. Mm. And I'm not saying that everybody should eat salmon rice. And and I actually found it on TikTok. It was like a recipe on TikTok, but I swear I eat the same thing every day. So I'm a little bit more regimented, but it is my instincts when you Mm. ask me today, um, what did you want in your salad, or what in your bowl of food, or whatever you said something, and then my instincts go, oh, she needs, I, I, want potatoes. Yeah, it's just like my body tells me you need more starch today. Yeah, I'm just like listening to whatever my body so I'm is interested. telling me. We need, I need that day.
0: <clears throat> so then, let me ask you a question: Is when you're making salmon, rice, and veggies. If on a on that day your spleen told you, oh, you need more starch today, would you like go have to more rice or have less? Oh, you go to the, you'd have something different.
1: Yeah. yeah, like it's I for the most part I'll eat the same things mm-hmm. every day, like mm-hmm. almost like the same routine. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't make it. I don't stay in that routine for the sake of routine. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to when my body wants to change. What that routine is that yes. just happens to currently be what I'm in right now because I get super fixated on certain meals and certain so foods do I. yeah and then um and then I just listen to when uh, something presents itself or I'm in the grocery store and I'm like oh that looks really good and mm-hmm. my instincts are like you need more of that or you need more sometimes I'm not vegetarian but mm-hmm. I I often am not choosing meat anymore but it's not like I'm pescatarian. I'm not vegetarian I'm not any of that it's more just like on a day-to-day basis does my instincts tell me if I need meat or Mm -hmm. if i need salmon or if i want to stay veggies today like Mm -hmm. i genuinely every day am asking
0: myself those things yeah it's so funny i mean like and it's the same it's like if you try to put a label around it or try to put a confine around it it does limit your intuition being able to to talk to you about things and listen i think there are places where labels can help because let's say for example you really are struggling with um you know a stomach issue and someone is like it's a gluten sensitivity then you are then you would eat a gluten-free diet but I don't think that means you are gluten-free like it becomes like an identity and that's when it's a bit difficult Do you know what I mean like I'm gluten-free rather than like for now I'm avoiding gluten do you know what I mean and I don't know how long that will last for and that's that right
1: I used to think I was dairy-free but then I noticed that there's sometimes when I eat dairy and I'm fine yeah and I'm like huh there's something here where maybe I'm making myself <laughs> dairy-free <Yeah. laughs> or making myself think that I am. So Because I, you thought it was like a good thing to be. Well, because a doctor told me I was dairy-free at one point or mm. actually, no, I don't think a doctor ever told me that. I think I just like assumed it because it's like in the mess. Yeah. It's like healthier or cooler mm-hmm. to be dairy free or something. Or it, you would think it's healthier or something. I don't know. I like made it up in my head, I think. But
0: here's the thing about letting your mind make those decisions is like if you look for any evidence that something is good or bad, you will find it. Yeah. So then you just end up verifying what your mind wants to spin to you to do, right? rather than let it be easy, rather than let, and I get it's not easy because you do have to, it's a longer process to learn to trust yourself. But then when you're in that zone, it's easier because then you don't have to have to worry about it again in your life, right? Right. So it's a bit of more upfront work, I feel. Well,
1: and I think um, the more I'm always around you, it made it feel easier to me to listen closer. I don't know if I'm answering or going along with what you just said, but basically like i feel like being around you made me more like made it feel more possible that i didn't have to stick within a certain mm. list of ways of eating or like uh because again even when i first met you and you had your way of eating that you mm-hmm. w- ate, ate then yeah you don't even eat that way anymore no. now it's kind of you've always sort of just gone with what you're bo- even though you had evidence mm-hmm. to back up why that was maybe why that was working and maybe you just felt like you had to have evidence to back up why it was mm-hmm. working you've never like forced yourself to stay in a certain way. No. And so I think once you see in real life that that's possible, it made it feel more possible to me to be like, huh, maybe I don't have to stick with like these yeah. certain things that I think are gonna work for me. And maybe every day I can just ask my instincts.
0: But isn't that so powerful when you think about that where you know everyone's like, how am I gonna change the world? Just by you living, doing something so small like eating can help someone else be like, oh, there's someone else doing it. And they're like have zero um, like energetic weirdness around it. And so then it just kind of models that frequency for you. And then you can just like easily, much more easily pick it up and try to get there by making yourself get there. You see someone else and you kind of like jump in the downstream of the energy that they're already living. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so we get to share our energy. For Um, sure. And honestly, like it's so funny because it's not like a really, you know, you see a lot of people who are like, oh, I used to be vegan and now I'm going back to eating everything or I used to eat everything and now I'm intuitive or, you know, and the thing is, is like, mine I can say is not that drastic even do you know what I mean because I even feel like the drastic stuff sometimes can be from the mind like oh this isn't working for me I need to do something completely different I need to go the opposite side of the spectrum like that feels so much more charged you know Mm -hmm. and and dramatic whereas mine is like um you know after having COVID fruit started suiting me so much less and so I eat so much less fruit now I'm still I mean the rest of my diet if you if you had to label it it would sound the exact same mm. but it's just what the components inside it or not inside it right or for example um, I'm mostly vegan but did I eat fish two weeks ago because I really wanted a piece of salmon and did I eat salmon three times last May so nine months ago yeah. And if I want it tomorrow, will I have it? Sure. And if I don't want it tomorrow, will I not want it for the next four years? And I'm fine with that, too. That's also cool. So it's not like, oh, my God, I used to be a this. And now, and I'm, now that. I'm not a vegan. Or <clears throat> now I'm not, It's just well, it the majority of the way you eat is that way. So that's
1: if people want to ask a label of call you, then what you, sure, wanna, that's yeah. what you are kind of thing. But my brother said that to me the other day. He's like, you don't identify as vegan, do you? I was like, no. I just I I think if especially because you're an emotional so you're going to go with the you know your emotional wave and mm-hmm. that you can't expect and you're inconsistent and you're yeah. like you you're like you're not meant to stick in this same sort of thing all the time so how mm-hmm. can you expect
0: yourself to just say oh I'm going to be this for forever my whole family always jokes like oh there's a this phase there's a that phase there's a <laughs> you know there's a pineapple phase there's a seaweed phase there's a you know there's a I'm like you, when I like something, I just kind of automate it. And, you know, I also think that when you allow yourself to be able to just eat anything you want on any given, when you're like, I could have anything and nothing would be, like, morally bad. It wouldn't say anything bad about me as a person. That also clears your intuition to be able to speak to you. Do you know what I mean? Like. Because I don't think then that you're um, putting barriers on what your options are. Like, if everything is your option, then your intuition can speak to you more clearly. No, 100%.
1: Like, that's why it's hard for when people are like, what are you What are you eating that's making you feel so good? I haven't, I mean, I still mm. pull from the same pool of things that I ate. I still pull from unhealthy things sometimes. Mm. I even use my instincts, my spleen, to tell me what I feel like drinking. Like, mm-hmm. I I'm Mm. not not drinking anymore. I'm just only drinking when my spleen says it's a good, when I feel instinctually that I want to drink that day. Or sometimes I just really want a freaking cold cut sandwich with a cookie and a power rate if that's what I want. You know, like I'm not, I'm actually not even limiting unhealthy versus healthy. I think I I happen to instinctually choose probably more 80 to 90% on the healthier side, but
0: yeah. I literally am not limiting myself at all. It's really interesting because I think that... Um you know, when a lot of the time we are, um, you know, how we, we talk about like the mind is so powerful and it changes like your biology and stuff, right? Like think about that and also then think about go a level deeper. Like when your body is choosing, there's so much happening on a chemical level that's creating a resonance between you and that thing. And I don't, and you can apply this to every life decision, right? Like if you're making it from a place where your cells are already rearranging for it to suit you, then. it's a higher percentage chance of it aligning and flowing so even think about like a career choice right if you've listened like if I've listened to my emotional authority on a career choice that's already prepping me for the career choice to go well because my emotions are in a good place about it so I'm approaching it meeting it with a higher frequency than if I'm talking myself into it and even if the talking yourself into it sounds tight and right in your head, your body, you know, that kind of like when you're like forcing something or constricting something or trying to flow in a different direction. So I don't even know if how much of it is the thing being aligned or not, or you not being the right fit for something anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it's like the day that you want to have wine and you choose it and you're excited about it is going to obviously affect you so differently when than when you're being forced to because of social whatever I wasn't
1: even gonna take it I wasn't even gonna bring you that deep but uh I'm glad you went there with it because that is another reason I feel like why I feel so neutral about food and stuff now I just feel neutral about it like I feel like if my instincts say I want to have wine that day I do feel like it's not it's I feel resonance with it and I don't feel like it's gonna affect me negatively Mm -hmm. and I feel like I just meet the things that I want that day and I'm like, I don't, I just don't make a story about them anymore, about the choices that I'm making.
0: Yeah. And it's, I think food is a great place to um, use as like a incubator of how energy works anyway, because food is A, an inanimate object. So you're not dealing with like relationships where another person's frequency and resonance also comes into it. But also because... There's so many different situations we can measure it in. There's so many different types of choices. I will say how, like how weird of a concept is this, that for as long as we'll live and for all the innovations that will ever happen, there'll never be new foods.
1: (gasps) Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, like, it's just uh, like, you mean like whole foods? Like obviously people are making up like different boxed processed cookies.
0: Yeah. But there's still going to be like chicken, salmon, We're not like lamb. discovering new vegetables. <laughs> We're not like disrupting. The wild, wild
1: west of vegetables. <laughs> Unless you're like, you know, genetically combining different vegetables to make new vegetables. But
0: yeah. But it, there's nothing going to be like. You're pulling from the same thing. Isn't that funny? It kind of creeped me out when I remembered that the other day.
1: It's like the one area where there's not this like insane innovation. Nature. In yeah, general. in nature. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So it's and and the reason I think that we even wanted to talk about this is because the answer to people asking like what are you doing is you can't give people a blanket even if I told you what I ate every single day and like gave
0: you it my meal plan so it wouldn't work for you. Yeah, it would affect you so differently.
1: And even working out plan because mm-hmm. I think part of it too was I because um, I was leading up to my wedding and people thought I was like shedding for my wedding and I'm like. Honestly, no. Just for the past two years, I've just listened to my body. I mm. had never one, I never once thought about me getting fit for my wedding. It just started happening, happening, and I just happen. I happened to feel my best at the point when I
0: got married. It had nothing to do with that but which there's nothing wrong if you want to but, yeah no but i but, but you'd already started the work of being in a place where you felt good about yourself because you were already listening to yourself yeah, yeah. it just
1: happened to line up that way mm. but like working out wise even too i um I feel like I'm so much easier on myself, and mm. I think it was watching your projector. You have, you have a um, was it working out for you? Is it eating for your energy type videos? Eating for your energy type. You know, yeah. it's working out is inside the eating
0: for it's your energy in, type. In eating for your energy type on the website, there's eating, movement, and sleep. So like, okay, I must have watched that, all of them.
1: This is prior to even working with you, where um there's a bit about having an open sacral or something that it, 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 everybody's different. So I think just use those to like direct what works for you. But mm. I think it was like lighter movement was better for us.
0: For projectors. Yeah.
1: Right. So yeah. I just started being less aggressive about the way I was working out and mm. softer with my body and, you know, instinctual about, do I want to do something that's a little bit more strenuous today? Do I not want to do something that's a little bit more strenuous today? And mm. just asking myself
0: every day what I wanted. Do you want to hear something crazy? Is that, um, and again, like, I don't even pin anything on, like, scientific studies necessarily. Like, I don't die on that cross. But I've I've started noticing that, or like, naturally when I'm left to making my own organic choices of not who do I want to be. Like, I want to be gluten-free or I want to be a Pilates person or whatever. And identifying with that, like, the days when I feel like working out harder and don't feel like working out harder are, like, now predictable by my cycle. Your period? Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah like always after I finish my cycle I'm like so into like being more energetic and working out hard and again I don't know if that necessarily lines up with the time you're supposed to have more energy in your cycle. I just noticed for example that when I'm ovulating is when I have the worst PMS versus actual having the period. I noticed that the times I feel most like chilling out is actually right after my cycle is finished. Um, yeah I don't even I don't know what the I what, don't know what the rules are but I know there's like some they're <laughs> the, the like laws but I think they're like mine slightly like left of kilter but they're still predictable by the cycle so it's like we can discover ourselves if we just allow ourselves to be moment to moment there are certain grooves or ways or reoccurring things or you know like for you it might be you know 80 percent of the time you're happy have your body's happy having the same thing but then it also needs for diversity purposes something else or everyone is a science lab right that has a rhyme and a reason to it that probably over time will reveal itself to us but we're just so in it in any one given moment that you'll probably only know your system fully on your last day here yeah i think i don't
1: have enough data Mm -hmm. to be able to for me personally to be able to be like oh I, i don't have any conclusions drawn from mine yet all i'm just i'm just kind of inching along making the best decisions that i can every day and uh i think you've also you've been a little bit more um for a longer period of time. So you probably have had enough time to notice that about your cycle, but I have no idea. Maybe I'll start paying attention because I think there's definitely something to, you know the rhythm of your body being tied in. Like, I mean, logically that makes sense in my head. So, but I, I don't know, it doesn't necessarily mean that whatever you search on Google about a cycle is gonna no. be what's proper for you. No. It's a good, good starting point mm-hmm. to try out and see if
0: it works for your body. Mm-hmm. And you know the craziest thing is that <clears throat> I did do the same workout every day for years yeah. and years, and um I also didn't have a period until almost two years ago now it was m i a for three and a half years well, and that was a time period when you were doing the same thing every day and i would did i did the same thing every day for year, like a while before that too, but um I was doing the same workout, one day my cycle left. And if you look on the internet or you listen to anyone, it's like, it's because you're under-eating and because you're over-exercising and because, 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 because. And um, again, only with the benefit of hindsight did I realize. And again, there's a validity to these guiding principles sometimes, right? But um, looking back, my cycle disappeared the month after I started sleeping with my part- the partner at the time. Mm-hmm. And it went away. It came back, sorry, month and a half before we decided to separate. That's wild. And so there's so much more. We are so like, we attribute so much to the physical, you know? And of course, like if you followed us with human design for long enough, you know that honoring your digestion which doesn't mean about the foods you eat but honoring the way your body is supposed to take in food literally helps you form your genius so it's important i'm not saying it's not important but there's so many other reasons and sometimes it is like divine protection and sometimes it is emotional and sometimes it's not a bad thing that you don't have everything by the 28 day cycle cycle you know um, and sometimes it's, um, and I think a lot of people, a lot of women feel like there's something wrong with them because they don't have a perfect cycle or sometimes it's late. And I feel like that's a lot more normal and common than normal. Because for example, if I take a long flight, mine is usually late. Um, and why would that be? Because it's a lot of stress on the body. So the body, why would the body want to create a human from that state? You know, Interesting. but I know that it's going to come. And I think that with um with my cycle being away for three and a half years, even though I threw everything with the kitchen sink at it and ate the healthiest quote unquote I've ever eaten, it was clearly at the time I thought this was going to be the person I was going to be with, and I was never gonna um. I was never trying to get pregnant, but I was, but I was not, not preventing. We were like, not, not trying type of thing. Cause I thought it was going to be the person I was going to be with forever. Mm-hmm. And so how much of that was what I was eating wrong and exercising wrong versus how much of that was like, you know what you think you could be okay with having a child with this person, but I'm going to literally stop you from doing it, you know? <sighs>
1: Yeah, no, and, and, but honestly, it's like not even, I don't think it's like maybe even coming down from heaven Mm. and telling you this. It's like literally was just a subconscious body knowing that was like, "Mm, maybe you're consciously not Mm -hmm. making the decision But what I, what your body knew. Mm-hmm.
0: And my mind had no clue. I wasn't like blind to it or having a red flag. It wasn't even like, oh, it was a toxic relationship that I just couldn't even see. Like it just, we're not meant, to, we weren't meant to be together.
1: That is so fascinating. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. I thought it was, it, it's just, it's an, it never
0: ceases to amaze me how intelligent our bodies are. Yeah. And yet we're still using our minds to make our bodily decisions when our minds are supposed to be looking out on the world and becoming geniuses at things. We're just wasting them. And also we're sleeping on this incredible ability to witness how much your body knows. Like if you could witness how on point your intuition was, which is this mystical, unmeasurable, magical part of you that is literally the divine moving through you, right? The unknowable. Like why would we miss out on that? You know, it's such a shame. And honestly, just food and eating and
1: movement and that that's just like one way of playing with that experiment, you know, Mm -hmm. and for me, it just happens to be um, one that has been like blatantly so noticeable. Obviously, Mm -hmm. like listening to my intuition in my career has obviously been a very noticeable change in my life. But then it's like the next layer of like, oh, wow, when I really use that in that area. Like, cause you talk about strategy and authority all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like almost everything comes back to that. It really does. And it just really does. And, yeah. and it's like, I keep, I actually was saying to myself recently, is like you now have these evidences of your career and your health and your body and all those things where it's like when you've just listened to those, when your intuition and, and following your strategy and, and being in alignment with your energy type, like can't you see that that can apply to every area now you know it's obviously it's a learning process for everybody but i just had this blaring thought in my head recently i'm like can't you see that Mm. if, if it worked so obviously in these two areas why can't
0: you make the connection that it can work in every area i think the thing is it's it's a lifelong learning because the mind is so strong that every time you've you've kind of you know, got to level, you've won level two, then it just takes you to level three. And then you see it in the whole new areas and you shine new lights on different parts that you didn't see before. And the mind is always active, right? So it's always gonna be there in the background until you even realize that it's trying to make background. You know what I mean? It's just gonna feel like you're normal otherwise. So um, it's when you go, hold on a second, why do I think? Whose voice is that? Who, who said that to me? Where did I hear that from? Why do I think that's a good idea? What are my justifications for that? Like, why am I convincing myself when I feel that kind of mental inner conflict, like there's something's going on there that doesn't feel good. And it really does come back to do you feel your energy getting all like tight around something, you know, because that's the number one signifier is when you're not doing it right. It's easier to see them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's easier to spot the places that are like your pain points. I think that's usually what the universe wants you to look at next is like the thing you're struggling with deciding or the thing that you're you know, it's like, okay, practice with the thing that's the biggest struggle for you to decide or the thing you're turning over in your mind the most. Or So if, if someone, because obviously if they're coming to
1: this episode, they're like curious about, you know, where to start with getting more on track with their own way of eating or their own way of moving.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it, it, would it be helpful to say that? Sure. Like, st- figure out what if people are offering certain plans or certain movement plans or certain eating plans like maybe try them like that's those are good like starting points or is it just pure start from zero strategy and intuition i
0: think again it's one of those things where everyone has a different um road and there's no wrong road like even the mistakes you'll make along the way are part of your road right because maybe someone has to try loads of people's plans to realize that one plan works for them. Someone has to try loads of people's plans to realize that none of the plans work for them. Some people have to f- happen upon the one that gives them the the kind of basis of their framework off which they can play. And some people are literally gonna try Carnivore and love it and subscribe to the exact same hog thing, you know, whatever. But um, I think the best thing to do is when you make a decision to follow a plan, right? Are you doing it because it sounds like secretly something you'd enjoy doing, you know? Or... Um, because you'd be like relieved to not have to do the opposite thing you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like if someone is like when I was struggling with not drinking green juice and someone said you can stop drinking it would I be relieved to hear that you know so interesting it's usually to do with like does it sound good or are you coming at it a place like hoping that it's gonna save you like hell and you feel so you know what I mean so I don't think there's any wrong information or wrong way to go And even, I want to say something right there too, like when you stopped,
1: you're the person that told me the science behind why green juice was good for exactly. When you stopped doing it, I didn't think, does that mean I should stop doing it? Yes. No, I just went home and said, do I feel like still doing that? And my instincts are still drawn to it. Mm -hmm. So just be, even if the expert all of a sudden changes their
0: expertise, in quotes, Mm -hmm. expert changes their thoughts, still go off of you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a threat to us when someone does something. And again, more when it became their identity. Do you know what I mean? Like my identity wasn't like a green juice person. Do you know what I mean? So, and I think we almost like, we owe it to ourselves to value ourselves more on just that. You know what I mean? Like we're so much more than a green juice drinker. Like, come on, that's like nothing. That's like a blip of an experiment you do in the short breath that is a lifetime. You know what I mean? Like- there's so much more to you and there's so much less fixed about us than we think. You know, our essence really stays the same, but the way that it iterates can change so much. You know, it's it's the energy inside you and the energy that you radiate out into the world that's the special part. Um, and if that special part decides to drink coffee or drink tea, who cares? Like, it's really not the end of the world. But I think um, another interesting point, though, is that. You know, obviously, to me, I would say the the important things, the things that can give you a leg up is learning how to eat for your energy type. Mm -hmm. So that's eating for manifestors or manifesting generators or whatever. We have those on our website and also honoring your digestion. But the thing is, even if you didn't try to on purpose eat according to your digestion or eat according to your energy type, if you listened to your strategy and authority long enough, is specifically, your authority when it comes to making food decisions. So, either listening to your gut, your emotions, your spleen, so on and so forth. It will be detailed for you fully in the app. If you literally just actually practice applying it and just keep at it, like it's like a meditation practice, it's not like you read about meditation once and then you're a meditator. You do meditation over and over again. So, it's like that it's like flexing that muscle over and over and over again. If you did that enough, you would naturally eat the way that you're supposed to eat. And you will naturally eat the way you're supposed to eat, whether you know about it or not. Sometimes, like I said, those plans or those informi- that pieces of information can kind of like illuminate a different option for you. And that's when it's really powerful. It's like, oh, wow, I can eat just meat and fruit if I want to. You know, that's like, the trend, that's like a trend that's happening now, you know. So it almost opens up your world of possibilities, which is cool. Because then your body, your spleen could go, that sounds great or mm-hmm. not. Or your gut can go. I, that sounds exciting to me, or whatever it is. So I don't think there's any wrong way to go at it, as long as you know that um, if you're listening, if you're if you're being honest with yourself about making this the decision from the right place, and not doing it to try to belong or have ego or be cool or um cuz you're so desperate and you have that kind of clinging, you know, I've been there like clinging to something to work for you and that means you almost put the power of it above you rather than understand that food is just a tool that you have control over. Um so I think it's it's more that but it's I know that's not like oh everyone just start eating this and then you'll be fine, but that's the journey of life anyway. We all have to start facing anyway with given any given life advice is that Anyone worth listening to is going to hand you back the agency and hand you back your process and not lie to you that they're going to shortcut, drastically shortcut or remove your process from you because the process of you getting there is how you get to the mastery. So... You almost want people who are like, yeah, it's not a 21 day thing and then you'll be fine forever. You can do a 21 day thing. It will give you a leg up, but you're constantly going to, it's never going to stop you from exploring life and readjusting and reading your energy and being in a different phase and different seasons of life require different things. And the more you get comfortable with the fact that life is one big unknown, you know, and just going with the flux and the flow and being ready for it to change any time that's the power. And so the big change for me is to remember, like, you're always the one with the power, you know, so then from that place, you will make decisions that are better off for you, you can look to other people for plans, you can buy other people's ebooks, you can not buy any of it, you know, you can do whatever you want.